your way. They'll hand to Patterson. Cordero banging to the goal line. Crosses. Touchdown, Atlanta. It's time for the Falcons flyover. A complete recap of today's game as we check in with all the top players of today's game and more. As we also get your take on today's game. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. And brought to you by Center Park Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia State University Athletics. The Falcons flyover is on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What the bloody hell was that? What was that? I shaved my legs for this? You guys spent money on this? Really? They, they bring in a quarterback that hasn't even been on the team, has not practiced with them. It's basically like a glorified coffee date off a Bumble app, and you can't tackle him. You kick field goals. What the hell's going on with this team? This is terrible. You knock out the uh, first guy that's making his first career NFL start. Okay, great. You bring in uh, Josh Dobbs, who uh, had a 4.0 in aerospace engineering at Tennessee. Good for him. Working for NASA. Comes off the street on Wednesday. Comes in here today, and he looks like a mixture of Steve Young and Vince Young against uh, USC back in that national championship game. What the hell's wrong with this team? Why can't we win? Why do you have to be so freaking cute in the red zone? Why? Why can't you do the basic things? Football's easy. Coaches make it hard. Enough, Gordon. I don't want this videotaped anymore. I've had it. Good Lord, people. Why is this okay? Yes, you're happy with your Adam Thielen jersey. No, that's a Randy Moss jersey over there. That's fine. Minnesota's a lovely town. Minneapolis is a lovely town. I've been there. I got lucky when I went to cover the Falcons in the NFC Championship in 98, so nothing but praise for Minneapolis, but good God. Why can we not win these quote-unquote winnable games? You know why? Because we're not as good as we thought we were. The offensive line's regressing. If you have two quarterbacks, that means you don't have one quarterback. You suddenly forgot how to tackle. You're settling for field goals. Is this a coaching thing? Are we coming after Arthur Smith now with, is Arthur Smith Frankenstein? Are we the villagers with pitchforks and torches running him out of town? This is absurd. These are very – my God, if, if Josh Dobbs did this, did this to you today, what is Kyler Murray going to do next week? Holy smokes, people. What else could we have done today? We could have maybe spent time with our kids or family. We didn't have to watch football. We could have worked on our ice sculpting or created a new hobby or just gone out and done a nature walk. But, no, we had to watch this team – and I swear, rooting for the Falcons, it, it's like when you meet that, that very, very attractive person. Oh, my gosh, they're everything I could ever want. They're so funny. They're so charming. Oh, my gosh, they're so sexy. They see me. But you ignore all the red flags, don't you? And you get sucked into this, this, this horrible relationship with a toxic person. The Falcons are a toxic team. They're my toxic relationship. I thought I'd had enough of those by now, but no, I guess not. There's one more. There's always room for another one. What am I going to eat? I don't even want to do this show today. Does anybody else want to fill in and do this show? I don't want to talk about this game today. I would rather talk about an autopsy or describe the roadkill in the street of a, of a hit wild boar or something. Good God. What is it with this team? Oh, you got your wish. Taylor Heineke, he was going to come out and throw for 900 yards and 17 touchdowns today. 
and he'd win a Cy Young and the NBA MVP. No. There's a reason why he's a backup, too. You don't have a quarterback. If you have two, you don't have one. Oh, we can't run the ball anymore, either. Our offensive line is regressing. Oh, we can't. How many times did we see Josh Dobbs behind the line of scrimmage? You could have sacked him for a 13-yard loss. No, what does he do? He does some mathematical equation and squirts his way 17 yards for a first down to keep the drive going. We're talking about Josh Dobbs. Who's going to be working at NASA in two years? Holy smokes, people. I don't know what else to say. I want to, I want to walk up. Can I walk up to your table and just, just rip everything off the table, just wipe everything, all the food and everything? I just want to do that. Why do I care so much? It's such unrequited love between me and the Falcons. I love you, but I guess you just can't love me. You just can't give me what I need, I guess. With, with your avoidant attachment type, that's what the Falcons are. They're avoidance. That's what it is. Holy smokes. I guess you want to call in, don't you? You probably have a lot of things to say. Thankfully, we have a delay, so we can dump you if you uh, yell a bunch of obscenities. But I sure as hell would not blame you. What's our number? 666-404-726-09. I don't know what the hell the number is. Just call it. You know what it is. Look it up if you don't know what it is. Hey, the food looks good here. We are at Top Draft. This is a beautiful place. A lot of beautiful Falcon fans. Even some Viking fans, you're, you're welcome too. Your money's green as well, right? There wasn't one part of me. I guess I'm laboring under delusion. There wasn't one part of me that thought the Falcons would lose to a team. Okay, let's see what. What are the Vikings? Hmm. They can't run the ball at all. They're like, they're like 31st in the league in rushing. Ah, pretty potent passing attack. Oh. But your quarterback goes down with an Achilles, so you have to rely on a guy who's like, what, a fifth-round draft pick out of BYU. Okay, you knock him out again, you bring in Josh Dobbs. This should have been a winnable game, but no. No, you, you found a way to lose it, didn't you? You found a way to lose it. And you know the saddest stat I saw today? There's about nine minutes to go in the third quarter. Josh Dobbs had more rushing yards than the Atlanta Falcons, you know, with uh, B. John Robinson and Tyler Algier and – you know, all those, all those guys? Yeah, no. And why, why is the red zone just such this mystery to Arthur Smith? Why does he have to try to be so clever, so cute, so cheeky, if you will? What is it with John U. Smith in the red zone, giving him the ball and having him throw passes and reverses? Wow. We were, we were, we were sold... A bag of goods on this team this year, weren't we? We thought, well, well now, now that uh, they have some money, they're going to be able to, yeah, supplement the roster. Yeah, but the, our, our so-called top ten defense didn't look top ten today. Oh, we have to hit a legal. All right, go to, go to the frickin' legal because of the FCC. Great. Go ahead. Falcons games on the game. This is WZGC Atlanta and WZGC HD1. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. You know, it's bad enough my parents never loved me enough, but my local professional football syndicate clearly doesn't love me either. So what am I going to do? I'm going to have to go start seeing other teams? I don't know what the hell to do. Do we have any calls? I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Who, would you, who do we have? Larry Bird. We got, okay, Larry Bird's on. Hello, Larry Bird. Talk to me. Man, I am so disgusted and so downright tired of Arthur Smith and his shenanigans. We went and got all this stuff. 
to our red zone woes, and he is just, just, just totally throwing it in the ground. We got to be leading the league. Can you use your statistics and find out how many field goals we got to be leading the league in field goals? I'm, 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 I, I just don't know what to say. I'm just so fed up with this Officer Smith crew. Uh, I'm, I just don't know what to do, man. Now, if somebody agree with me, I mean, do you think at at this point is the Officer Smith play calling? It got to be the worst thing I ever seen in my life. Talk to me, somebody, please. Oh, Larry Bird's on the brink of tears. Look at him. You need to turn to really don't ignore the brown liquor. Go straight to synthetic hard drug. Maybe even fentanyl. Do they have fentanyl here at Top Draft? Can I have my nachos with a sprinkle of fentanyl on them? Holy smokes. Why am I following this team anymore? Why do I identify someone that's from Atlanta? I don't, how long? How much longer is this segment? I don't want to do this anymore. Why am I here? Who are you people? This is ridiculous. That is just, I just kind of thought, you would think if you get a couple of turnovers, okay, you get a turnover, you bring it inside, what, the one-yard line. Oh, you have to settle for a field goal. We can't do it because we have to get cute. We have to, have a, we have to run a double-reverse flea-flicker Statue of Liberty play from the half-yard line. And then what else always happens when you seemingly get in that position? Oh, false start, offense, number 76. Yeah, how many times do we have to deal with that nonsense, too? It's like it's – are they trolling us? Are we being trolled by Arthur Smith and the Falcons? We're going to make them love us so much, but we're just going to disappoint them. It's like dating a covert narcissist, I think is what it is. Look it up, people. You need to learn who those people are anyway. I mean, it's, it's who else we got? We got anybody else besides Larry Bird? Allison, hello, Allison. Allison, I need you today. On a day like today, I need your friendly voice and that femininity, that soft femininity, because I just need a big hug, Allison. What's going on? Okay, uh, we need to call the United Nations or the Hague because we're being tortured. <laughs> Plain and simple. And it's a war crime. This is a war crime. It's a war crime at this, at this point. <laughs> I wanted to scoop my eyes out with a rusted ice cream scooper from the from the 1850s. Okay, that's just how bad this was. That's my kid too. And I've just gotten to the point where it's like you said. I, we okay. I know Arthur Smith hates fantasy players. I know he hates us. I'm just glad I got cool on my team today. Okay, because that dude got me 30 points. But he like you know he it's like he he that play he ran for Johnu where Johnu took off. Why don't you run that for Kai? You know, why can't you? Why That's can't not a you bad just, point right there at all. I mean, seriously, if, if Johnu can do it, Kyle ought to be able to do it. Why can't you do that? Um, you got uh, B. John looking like, I think I'm just going to rent. And I, basically, I think B. John said, I'm glad I'm renting and didn't buy. Um, because I just got the feeling he's going to ask for a trade. And I, and I wouldn't blame him one bit. You, the guy fumbles in the fourth quarter, but you hadn't been using him the whole game. Or when you have, you put him in a position where he's not able to use his, his, his skills and abilities to give you big chunk yardage. But you punish him for fumbling the football. And, I mean, I'm glad Algier got in there. I'm glad he remembered Algier it was in there. But this is a guy that has 950 tight ends 
on his team. He gets to the half-yard line, and he can't come up with a play that says, put five of them in here, get one of them to block somebody, and just have the damn quarterback fall forward. I mean, it, it's not that hard. Wow. It's not that hard. Thank you, Allison. There's some, there's some dark energy with this fan base. Dark, demonic energy. Do we have to call it an exorcist? We should have an exorcist come in here now and just, just kind of heal this place. I, I'm smelling sulfur is what I'm smelling. This is absurd. I mean, how do you lose this game today? I was, I was feeling so confident coming into today. Oh, and the Saints won, by the way. So uh, you're not in first place anymore, whatever that means. You're going to be a 7-10 and 10 team this year, aren't you? And as you peg for 11 wins, that shows how much I know. But I try to believe the best in people, only to be disappointed time and time again. Maybe I need to set the bar low with not, even, not only my sports team, but you women as well, by the way. Set the bar really low with all of you, too. <laughs> who, who else do we have? Uh, We're going to Wayne go to, next. We're gonna let's win. go to Wayne. Hello, Wayne. Talk to me, Wayne. What's going on, man? This is terrible, man. This, this, this crap is terrible. What we thought we done spent over $100 million on Chris Lindstrom, and every time I see him, he's on his back looking up at the stars, him and Caleb McGarry. That's number one where I overestimated what we had. And secondarily, uh, Arthur Smith quit. Football is simple. You line up, you move the pile, you're at the one-yard line. I don't understand these tight end reverses. Run the ball straight ahead. And then we need a closer. This is strictly on Terra Fontenot. You had the ability at the trade deadline to offer something legitimate to get a pass rusher. We got guys that touch the quarterback but don't get them on the ground. We need a bona fide closer. And now what do you do? Now we need a closer. We need a quarterback. We need offensive linemen. When we thought we had two of those things uh, figured out, we spent a lot of money on the offensive line. That is terrible. I don't care who you are. If you can't block anybody, and, and at this point, we are who we are. And like you say, Raw, 7 and 10 is our future. That is it. And the thing about it is, Somebody got to explain to Mr. Blank what's going on because he saw it, I saw it, everybody is P.O. This is terrible. This win, this loss really stinks. And this team cannot get out its own way. When you're a bad football team, you'll get a three and out, get a 13-yard run, and you'll fumble the ball. You'll get the ball back, you'll throw an interception. You gave up 10 points in about two minutes. All right, Wayne, I appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. We got to get to some other callers. No, we don't need an offensive line. We don't need a quarterback. We need the rapture. We just need the rapture. We need to hear the trumpets and just let's get on with Armageddon. Just, let's just get on with it, all of it. Let's go ahead and have a two-thirds of humanity wiped out. Just, just, it's, it's not even worth it. Anymore. None of it's worth it anymore. All right, let's go to a Eli. Hello, Eli. Welcome. You're on the Falcons flyover. We are live at Top Draft, by the way. How's it going, my friends? How's it going? Sort of, what a another bumbling performance. I mean, you know, you know, I, I was actually an Arthur Smith defender for a while, but you know what put the nail in the coffin? Second down at the two-yard line, a sweep, the sweep for Johnny Smith. Yeah, 
I mean, this, it's just crazy. Like you said, a rapture in Armageddon. Maybe we really shouldn't have tore that church down for the parking lot for um for the Mercedes Stadium, man. I I, well, I don't, I don't know. know that 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 church got like twenty million though for their building fund. You know about the churches and their building funds. We, we yeah, it's, yeah. It's just I don't know. I, I'm I, maybe I'm reaching here. I, I just I, I definitely. I mean, the coach has got to go, man. I I, I hate Ooh. to say it. I mean, it's just I don't even hate to say it. And another thing, I, as terrible as the coach is doing, man. I mean, just look at the last few drafts that Fontenot had. There were some premier players with premier potential. I mean, especially in the first and second rounds, there were guys that we could have took that really could have helped. Creed Humphrey, the number one rated center in pro football focus right now, he was there in the second round for us to get, and we decided to go for Troy Anderson from Montana. I understand. I mean, yep. There's a lot of that. All right, Eli, I appreciate you. All right, let's go. Uh, we got time for a couple more calls. Let's go to Julian. Hello, Julian. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, the Falcons over. We don't don't even say fly over anymore. Just say Falcons over. Uh, Arthur Smith and Arthur Blank. I am filing a lawsuit. Be back for all the, the the gear I buy, all the tickets I've had to pay Just for. Just gonna sue every season. damn body, huh? I'm filing a lawsuit for the whole city of Atlanta. Class action. Even in Madden, there's an option that says coach, coaching suggestions. There is nothing that Arthur Smith can suggest that makes any sense. The guy, he's stubborn. He gets in his own way. He tries to get too cute. I want him gone by tomorrow. I do not happen. want to see Arthur Smith. And then the ultimate kicker is when you, the media, ask him legitimate questions, he gets smug and gets an attitude about it. As if you're the one that did the uh, Janu Smith toss sweep on on second and goal. So I'm mad. I'm upset. I'm tired of Arthur Smith. Arthur Blank needs to get rid of him. Thank you. Julian, just go run down the road naked, yelling inaudibly and psychotically. All right, let's go to uh, Sam real quick. Sam, you got about 45 seconds. Go ahead. Well, here's the deal. I was never a fan of the Arthur Smith hire from day one. I mean, the guy was a one-dimensional offensive coordinator who called running plays for the best running back in football. I can do that. I can do that. And also, look, um, he's supposed to be a ground-and-pound uh, offensive guy. Two of the last three uh, top ten picks we had were spent on a, a tight end and a, and, and, and a receiver, and you did not have a quarterback the day you drafted either one of them, and Mr. Ground-and-pound still cannot run the ball. This was a terrible hire from day one. They have no idea what they're doing. It's a hodgepodge of guys put together with no plan, and this is how you end up where we are today. All right, I appreciate you. All right, we're going to come back to Acre Calls, I guess. I guess we'll do some post-game interviews here, who Arch talked to, and Arch is going to try his best to uh, put a positive spin on things because he works for the team, and blah, 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 blah. This is just disgusting today. I don't even want to be here. And there's a lot of beautiful, lovely people here. I just want to be alone somewhere. I just want to be alone. But I can't. I am forced to be here. I show up, unlike the Falcons. Falcons fly over Sports Radio 1990 the game. Oh, good. We're not going to have any highlights coming in because there aren't any highlights because you lost a freaking game to a, a team that's inferior to you. Missing their quarterback, who's quite good, and Kirk Cousins. 
You have a rookie making his first start. Yes, you made him uncomfortable. Then Josh Dobbs comes in. Carl Sagan, a quarterback for the Vikings, he beats you today. This is crazy. I don't even know what to say. I'm about to do some deep dive analysis of what went wrong today. You know what went wrong. You saw it. It's the typical thing. You know what? I'm just going to mail it in for this show today. The Falcons mailed it in. Why can't I just mail it in? Why, why do I have to be present and be all wonderful and talented on the air? Who cares? The team I'm covering doesn't seem to be interested in such things. Holy smokes. 404-729. Or is it 726? 0-9-2-9. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually very angry today for some reason. But I brought a lot of other baggage into this show today, too. I don't have to get into that, though. All right, let's go to Bob. Hello, Bob. Welcome. Welcome to the feckless, hey, flaccid hey, yeah, Falcons this is flyover. On the players, man. Quit blaming the coach. The coach can't go tackle. The coach can't block. The coach doesn't throw interceptions. I mean, he can only do so much. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars. I guess we lost Bob. Did Bob, like, drop an F-bomb or something? We lost him. Let's go to JB. Hello, JB. Pick up where Bob left off. I'm sure you're every bit as upset unless you're a Vikings fan. Of course. Of course. I mean, I mean, this is crazy. You go to game every Sunday, and, and this is the result that you get. And he needs me like Bobby Trino and uh, go ahead and leave at midnight. And don't oh, come back. Oh, God. You, you just wanted to leave and desert the team, do you? Wow. Yeah. Go tell him work with his daddy or somewhere. Wow, you're getting applause, too. You, you ought to maybe run for office, city council or something, I guess. I, I don't mean, know. Season ticket holders shouldn't have to go through this kind of crap in. I mean, folks mad. I, I pay good money for being a season ticket holder. Yeah. And, and you watch this on the field? That's crazy. I hear you. Spending good money yet. Now go to the grocery store and buy some mayonnaise and saran wrap. That'll set you back $27.37. Everything sucks. Everything's dark and bad. All right, KJ, welcome. You're on the feckless, flaccid Falcons flyover. All right, well, uh, how much time do I have? Because I've got a bit to say. You, 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 are, you have as much time as long as you're good and entertaining and lucid. I, I will do the best I can. I will try and keep my thoughts as organized as possible. <laughs> but, you know, they say the first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem. And I am a fan of the Arthur Blank-owned Atlanta Falcons because I have never seen an owner who cares more about the stink coming from his own office than he does about the performance of his team. I mean, it's like, like, what are we doing? It's, I just don't get it. I just don't understand. Are we like adverse to winning or something? This has been a repeated pattern year in and year out ever since we, we lost the Super Bowl. And I watched that Super Bowl happen. I watched it unfold before my eyes and it was nothing oh compared to what I'm feeling right now. We have the easiest schedule. We have the easiest division. We could have come up in first. We could have, we could have beaten Dallas, honestly. And I know, honestly, that sounds far fetched to even say, but it's it's like we're just averse to winning. We have a head coach who looks much better fit as the owner of my local pizza parlor 
than an NFL team. It's it's really ridiculous. You got you got like talent that's oozing on the field. Drake London, Bijan Robinson, and you're not using any of them. What sense does that make? Okay, Jay. I just don't get it. KJ, call the suicide hotline, but with your luck, they'd probably put you on hold. But give it a shot anyway. All right, let's go out to, uh, let's see what Brian Brian has to say. Brian, welcome. Uh, what's up, Robbie Tribble? Hello, sir. Uh, this is, it's a bad day for, for Atlanta Falcons fans. It's just uh, one, of those, one of those games that we've seen over and over again. Um, Arthur just needs to go ahead and get out of town. It's just one of those those wow. things. It's uh, we've seen it time and time again. I don't know if it's a a uh, an organizational problem, but it, it's just it, it's hard to watch. I keep I don't know if it I need to go seek help or not, but I keep on tuning in on Sundays and I, I just see the same crap over and over again. And it, it, it just sucks. <laughs> All right, just download a, a meditation app. Try to find a happier place and uh, get on with it from there. I appreciate you. Henry, Henry, welcome. You're on the uh, feckless Falcons flaccid flyover. Hello, Henry. Hello. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. The work ethic of the Falcons, it, it's just disappointing. It's disappointing. They play like babies out there. And one thing that drives me up a wall, playing like babies, they're soft. They're soft. I can't handle it. It's on the brink of tears. <laughs> I feel you, man. Thanks, Henry. See how tortured these people are? I mean, our lives are so difficult outside of football. We, we look to our local professional football syndicate. Can give us a little escapism from the rigors of middle-class life, you know, where we're already getting crushed. And, well, they disappoint us, too. Our relationships did disappoint us. Our, our, our kids are, are bums. They're not getting jobs. They're laying on the couch. They fell out of college. They're in rehab. I mean, just everything. Everything's miserable. All right, Gabe. Hello, Gabe. What's on your mind? Hey, Rob. So, I first want to echo that guy who said if he Petrino'd us, like, he might actually do us a favor. Like, he really would. Um, but he might not because then you just have Dave Ragone there doing nothing calling plays. So, you know, we, we haven't been this destroyed since Keith Lee came to town and reviewed all of our bad restaurants. So I feel like <laughs> maybe we, <laughs> we should let him come and do a better job maybe coaching because – I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, you change your quarterback because you say maybe he's not ready yet, and you have the same anemic offense with the same performance. And, you know, I, I just feel like maybe you got to actually take a look at the offensive side of the ball. You got Arthur Smith, Dave Ragone, you got TJ Yates coaching the wide receivers. Like, I mean, maybe we might want to re-evaluate that formula because it's not working. It is not working. And, you know, you got the defense trying. Like, it's only so much the defense can do and get you with, like, perfect field position that we had, which we didn't have last week. And you squander it away. And, you know, hand clap, we had 11 points to end the half, which was our most for the season, if that tells you how it's going. So, um, 
I, I don't know. I'm just going to go inside and, and eat and then go to sleep. <laughs> I just okay, brought my I kids it. to the game. Thanks, Gabe. I, I brought my you. kids to the game. And they were like, oh, we want to go see the Falcons. And I probably should have said, why? Wow. You took <laughs> your kids to the game today? We should be calling defects on you then. I'm sorry. That is child abuse. Pure and simple. I appreciate you, Gabe. Can we change formats for this radio station? Can we just go, like, alt-country or something? Anything but this right now? I don't want to do this show today. Can we just flip the format right now and announce it? I can, be a, I can introduce songs and music. I'd rather do that. Oh, what, a, what a ghastly day. Back-to-back weeks. Oh, you face Will Levis. He's making his first ever start last week. And he comes out. He looks like Joe Montana. He's actually pretty good, though. He's actually pretty good in the loss the other night, too. He's, he's, not, he's far from perfect, but he certainly seems to be heading in the right direction. And for a second week in a row, we, we face a journeyman quarterback and a quarterback murky, making his first ever start. And the journeyman just makes you look ridiculous. He just wills his team to a victory. I'm talking about Josh Dobbs, and God bless that kid. What an impressive kid he is. A 4.0 in aerospace engineering at Tennessee, working at NASA, a journeyman. Shows up, he, sh- <laughs> he shows up at the Vikings training facility Wednesday after being signed, has not practiced with them at all, and he comes out today and he baffles and befuddles the Falcons' defense, which coming into today was a top-10 defense, but suddenly you forget how to tackle. I mean, it's just, it's, this is absurd. Rob, he Walk was out there shaking hands with his, his new team, teammates and learning yeah, their first names. Yeah, he was Yeah, nice to meet you now. He didn't know their names on the sideline. I know. Now go they catch to a touchdown pass the... from me. Yeah. I know. Exactly. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. But that's just like the most Falcon thing ever. And I know we, we tend to kind of wallow and feel sorry for ourselves as Falcon fans, but we have so much evidence to support our self-pity. I mean, I've been following this team since the 70s. That's why I'm so beaten and suffering from PTSD and hopeless and giving up on everything, giving up on mankind in general. All right, let's see who else we got. Let's go to um, Georgia Boy. What's up, Georgia Boy? What's up, man? Um, I'm actually a street pharmacist. I heard you need some fentanyl. You're a, you're a street pharmacist. I, well, I am all for supporting small business and local entrepreneurs. So, okay, we can, we can, we can talk. <laughs> hey, um, I was wondering, do you know um, – Arthur Smith's actual uh, resume, like, has he ever done anything? Um, well, he's a pretty good offensive coordinator with, uh, with the Titans. I mean, he does seemingly have a good offensive mind, but just something's amiss. But the players also, the players also have to make plays. Your offensive line is regressing. I appreciate your call, by the way. I'm going to rant on this. Your offensive line is regressing. You clearly don't have a quarterback. You don't have a quarterback. If you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. We just don't, and that's going to be – that could end up being the Achilles heel of Arthur Smith falling in love with an ocean of Desmond Ritter as a quarterback just because he wowed him during the, uh, during the interview. And the Jonu Smith thing, I don't understand that. What is it about – is Jonu Smith this, this magic secret weapon in the red zone that we haven't been aware of? They've tried little cute things with him in the red zone the last few weeks. It hasn't worked. It's looked ridiculous. I don't know. You do everything that seemingly goes against what you want your identity to be. It's like you're overthinking things. You're outsmarting yourself. It's, it's just absolutely absurd. And losing today is absurd. Losing last week is absurd. And you're playing a one-win Cardinal team next week. 
I'm not, I have no guarantees you're going to win this game. All right, let's go to Derek real quick. Derek, you got about 45 seconds. Go ahead. Oh, Rob, Rob, Rob. Oh, Rob. What, I really need. what is it, Derek? Um, Am I being over the top? So, oh, no, I, you're right on You're right on par. Actually, I was just over there at the bar that you're at. I, I had to walk over. I'm at the aquarium. So, for anyone who knows, on your birthday, you get to go to the aquarium for free. Today's my birthday. So, I'm just going to sit in front of the fish tank and just think about what the hell I just saw in the Georgia Dome or in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. <laughs> And just kind of be like, what am I doing with my life? Um, my life is a lie, like, a shallow lie. Listen, my life is a complete farce. <laughs> um, I told you, like, week three, Arthur Smith was not the guy. He's smug. He's, 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 he's just proven to be so. Um, but I love the show. It's not that bad. You know, you know stay away from the fentanyl. Amen. Um, but uh, I'm going to go watch the, uh, the shark tank, uh, the, the shark fish, whatever. I don't know whoever's in here. I'm about to tell you, though. I can't even think, so I'm out. But I don't I'm know. I'm a big what, penguin guy. I love like penguins. Hey, the whales are pretty uh, lovely, too. Right, I appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot. All right, we're going to come back. I who did David Archer talk to today? He should have talked to Josh Dobbs, apparently. Well, we're going to go over that. We'll take your calls, and I'm going to – I'm just going to sit here. Let's see. I've got – I've got two shots and a beer in front of me and eventually some food, so I'm just going to I'm gonna eat my feelings and drink my feelings is what I'm going to do. This is the uh, feckless, flaccid, Falcons frickin' flyover. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The game is over. Listen in as we analyze today's Falcons game. On the Falcons flyover. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Dobbs dropping back. Pressure coming. He'll fight through the pocket and be sacked. Calais Campbell. It's a safety. And C-Note going to drop into a little dirty bird for you. Yeah, great. You get a safety. You get a turnover. You return said turnover to inside the one-yard line. You still can't score a touchdown. You have to settle for a field goal. Watching this Falcons team is like watching a movie where you hope the ending's going to be different. Like the crying game. Somehow I hope that's not really a dude tucking. Maybe it's the chick that doesn't have to tuck. You know? Old Yeller. Old Yeller doesn't die. Nope. Old Yeller always dies. This whole thing, it seems like this has been a generational curse for this Falcon team. And trust me, I know, following this team since the 70s, how many times has this team lost and played uninspiring, flat football against a lesser team? Games you should have won. Winnable games. And it just seems to happen over and over. And then what do they do? They tease and they come out and have a dominant performance the following week. And Okay, maybe there's something. Nope. Then you resort back to the mean, the, the mediocre, mind-numbingly tragic, mediocre mean is what they seem to always resort to. I, I, I think I want to leave this business. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go do something else. I, I would rather do, go do something blue-collar, I guess, other than, other than this nonsense, talking about this team that breaks my heart week in and week out. All right, let's go back out to the phones. Let's go to, uh, who do we have, Derek? Mike. Let's go to Mike. Hello, Mike. Hey, me? Yeah, go ahead, Mike. 
Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth, man. Uh, I do believe that this team is cursed. I don't know what the Smiths did uh, to be able to bring a team to Atlanta, but I think they probably went down to the crossroads and sold their souls to the devil because this team has been paying for it ever since. I'm not a very religious man, but I do believe that there's a God in heaven that he hates the Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) It's now official. God is a benevolent God, a patient God, a a merciful God, but eh, he just doesn't like the Falcons. Sorry. It's not his favorite team. That's what it feels like, I'm telling you. I appreciate your call, man. All right, who we got next? We got, is this uh, Adam? Hello, Adam. Uh, Go ahead. Going on. Yeah, so we, we've talked about it a little bit now, but when do, when do we stop making excuses for Arthur Smith? Coming into today, he had coached 42 games for us. He's won four games by more than two points. That's absurd. We've got to stop making excuses for this guy. He has all the talent in the world. Scary Terry's gotten him a great roster. Yeah, they're a little old on defense, but he's just wasting away this talent because of his ego. Like, wh- what are we doing here? All right, appreciate you call. I I think it's um it's not only him, and certainly he has he he has to um bear his share of the blame. But you know, I, I'm sorry when when you have a quarterback twelve yards behind the line of scrimmage, and you have him in your grasp. As an NFL player, you're supposed to be able to bring him to the ground. No, Josh Jobs escapes and kind of somehow squirts his way for a 17-yard gain to keep a drive alive. And through hook or crook, he ends up throwing a, a touchdown pass or two. And next thing you know, you lose the game. It just seems to be a lot of different things. Now, it seems like they were getting decent pressure today, but the tackling was terrible. The tackling was really terrible. Linebackers and secondary, the tackling was abysmal. It was absolutely abysmal. Garrett Chapman. My producer back at the station, much better tackler than uh, what we saw today, arguably. Oh, boy. All right, let's, let's take some more calls here. Um, all right, let's go, to, uh, let's go to Kay. Hello, Kay. Hey, Kay. This is Dr. K right here. All right. Hey, Rob, please do not give up your gig. And on top of that, yeah, I need a double sprinkle of fentanyl on my nachos after watching all this today. For God's sakes, I mean, look, it's like this. We're going to give them one more week. And I I had predicted this, my own self, that they might be able to lose three ball games in a row before the, uh, the uh, bye week. And I think that's what's fixing to happen. And... After uh, Atlanta United uh, cost it up Tuesday night, then maybe Arthur Blank start focusing on this Falcons football team and start start making some kind of moves and some kind of changes because I'm I'm tired of my weekends getting ruined after watching football on Saturday, watching my teams win. And then Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, I'm coughing up blood. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. All right, <laughs> All right I mean, brother, go, go write a really depressing country song. That's what you sound like you should actually do. <laughs> All right, can we go to, uh, let's say hello to Gerald. Gerald, welcome. Oh, my goodness. Listen, I, I went to Tennessee last week, and I said last week, 
as I was walking away from the state, and I went viral on Instagram about this, what I said. I, I, told, the ten, I told the world, we don't want Arthur Smith because he's a bum. He cannot coach. I'm sorry. Can't coach. He probably was the reason why he couldn't do anything with Matt Ryan. Like, hey, I will go to selling fentanyl to get Matt Ryan back on the team. I'll pay for his salary. Because now we see what bad quarterback play is. Ain't Blaine Ritter this week. Who you going to blame? Heineke is a career backup. Like, we don't have a good quarterback. We don't have a good head coach. What are we supposed to do every single week? My heart is broken. I get the rise with Georgia on Saturday, and I fall down with the Falcons on Sunday. I'm tired, and I need some change okay, in the ATL. You. All right, I appreciate it. Before we go out to any more calls, let's, um, let's hear from public enemy number one. That would be uh, Arthur Smith, David Archer, caught up with the, uh, the embattled right now. Yes, he is an embattled head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Let's hear what he had to say. All right, I guess the, uh, the operative word here is missed opportunities. You guys certainly had enough opportunities to win this football game. We did. And, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't take advantage of them. And, you know, they made some plays, extended some plays, you know, on the ground with the uh, scrambles. They made some, obviously, play, big play at the end. Uh, we didn't take advantage of our opportunities. Yeah, a couple of short field opportunities. They were able to get 10. You guys ended up with six points. I got was that kind of one of the things that helped provide the difference in this game. Um, you found some footing in the run game. They're late in the football game. Tucker Fist comes in. You're blowing them off the ball. What did you discover there late in the football game? Well, I mean, they were bringing a lot of pressure. And we, you know, we kind of tweaked some of the things where we wanted to hit the actions and kind of the personnel groups they were playing. So we got big and we thought we could wear them down. And uh, so that's kind of what, what happened late. What's the balance that you're trying? You're trying to get pass rush, but you're also trying to get coverage. And I know Dobbs is hurting you running around, but when you bring pressure, that's going to put man coverage in the secondary. How do you balance those two? Yeah, it's a fine line. You know, you turn your back and, you know, pressure, if you got eyes on them, if you don't. And, you know, he extended plays and he, and he hurt us. And uh, obviously, you know, he made the one down there at the end. He made two big plays. He made the one to throw. On our sideline, that got him kind of in the plus field, and then the fourth and seven. I know you got to look at the tape. Your your thoughts on the way Taylor played for you at quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I thought he he handled it. You know, third down well. Um, I mean, he operated obviously uh, like everything. There's a play you want to have back. Uh, you know, the throw. But uh, you know, overall, I thought he played all right. All right, thanks, Arch. Appreciate thanks, Arch. Well, what the hell else is he gonna say? <laughs> I mean, my God, he's gonna he's gonna. He's going to try to uh, throw some bouquets in some way, try to find something positive. He's not going to sit there and say, well, we, we crapped the bed, blah, 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 blah. Well, you did. All right, let's, uh, let's go back out to the phones. Let's, um, who do we have? We have Adam. Is Adam with us? Okay, we'll go to Donnie then. Hello, Donnie. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking the call. Donnie, you have to take your uh, – I think you're talking with your hand over your mouth like this. I think you have to move your hand. Okay. Let's try again, Donnie. You know? Try. Can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. There you go. Yeah, I, I think uh, you hit it on the head when you say uh, if y'all got this guy in the backfield wrapped up, you got to bring him down. You got to make you that play in man. the game. But, yep. but at, the, at the end of the day, I think if Drake London would have played, he probably could have won too. But I think we uh, a lot of our fans have uh, too high expectations of the Falcons. Uh, last year, we ran the ball good. Algiers had over 1,000 yards. I think that's what 
Arthur Smith's strengths are in there. You know, the last drive we had uh, that we went down and scored the touchdown, that's the type of ball I think that he needs to get back to and use Algiers more than B. John Robinson because that's where he's been successful at. And it ain't always just on the quarterback. The young quarterback's going to take some hits, and our offensive line ain't doing too good. So we got to be patient with this team. They 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 not they not in the circle yet up there with teams like Dallas, Philadelphia, Kansas City. You know they're not up there yet. New Orleans is a better team in our division. All right, I appreciate you call, but how patient should we be? I mean, I'm not a big fan of just knee jerking firing coaches because there's a lot involved with that. You have to bring in a new philosophy and all of his assistants and. How conducive is your roster going to be to the new guy you're going to bring in if that doesn't work? Do you have to overhaul the roster to fit his philosophy? I mean, there's a lot of unintended consequences if you knee-jerk fire a coach. I'm not there yet, but I am just very disappointed what's what's been transpiring this year. It seems like the same mistakes made over and over again. You get in the red zone. Hell, you get inside the 10-yard line rather than utilize what is apparently your strength Running the football, I know sometimes matchups aren't good. You might be going up against a, a behemoth of a, of a D-line. You can't move them. So you're going to have to do things, little misdirection things here and there. But it seems like every time this team gets inside the five-yard line, oh, there's a flag on the play. False start, offense, okay, there we go. Or you try to run some ridiculously cute, outsmarting yourself play to try to get a touchdown. And it's just, it just seems – the same mistakes over and over and over again. And it gets so annoying to watch. Uh, let's go out to who we got, Owen? Hello, Owen. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How y'all doing, man? This this was, this was pathetic, man. It made me want to go outside and burn all my Falcon gear. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Because uh, this, this yeah, yeah, man, it makes you want to do that. Just like you want to go and rip that table. You, you want to start seeing other table. teams is what you're saying. Is that... <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that because it's, it's like this team doesn't have to be a veteran team to win. Football is one-on-one, common sense stuff. Just like running a stupid play down with your tight end down on the one-yard line. What kind of sense does that make? Run the ball straight ahead. And go man on man. If you got four downs from the one, go one on one. Well, it's just one on one football. It's common sense, man. You know, and like the defense, they did it three times. They did this last year. How do you lose contain on the quarterback three times? Third yep. down and fifteen. This happened last year. If your man beat you one time, why you let him beat you two or three times? And he's the reason why we lost the game. He beat us with his legs. We let him get out of containment. I don't. I don't understand this man. And Arthur, Arthur, Arthur. He. he I'm. I'm. I'm trying to give him. Give him some rope, but he's choking his own self right now. That's all I'm gonna say, guys. Thanks. All right. I appreciate it. We're gonna come back. We're gonna hear from uh, Taylor Heineke, Johnu Smith, um, who apparently is this unicorn in the red zone that must be utilized and exploited at all cost. And. Uh, Octavia Street as well, who had the interception, the big fella getting an interception. Defense made some plays today, but it's the plays they didn't make, which kind of spelled your demise. Combine that with uh, having to settle for field goals time and time again, and as a result, you're four and five. You're four and five, meaning we're probably going to end up being, what, eight and nine, seven and ten. That's probably what's going to happen. 
All right, this is the Falcons flyover. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Game is over. Wow, this game is over. We're doing a complete breakdown of today's game with Falcons flyover. With Rob Dribble, presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. First and 15, quick throw on the perimeter, and cutting free is Smith. John U sets sail, and Atlanta scores. And in the tunnel, John U Smith goes snow angel. Well, one of the few highlights today where you lose a game against a depleted team who's, um, who can't run the ball. And the reason why they were top ten in passing because they have a really good quarterback in Kirk Cousins who was out for the year with an Achilles tear. So you bring in these also-rans, yet somehow you still manage to lose to a team you should have beaten. And that's the story of it. Now the Falcons are 4-5 and five on the year. Thankfully, the rest of the division is bad. The Saints do get a victory. They're now 5-4 and four today. But other than that, you're just scratching your head. All the optimism coming into this season, well, we're finally out of salary cap hell. I believe in Arthur Smith as a play caller. He's a brilliant offensive mind. And our offensive line is actually playing pretty well. We've got all these skilled players. Oh, oh look at this. Terry Fontenot does a great job, brings in a bunch of uh, veteran pieces on defense. The defense has been top ten, but today they, they didn't look that good. You give up 31 points to a team that probably should have scored 13 off of you. You score, what, 28 points today? Think about all the field goals. You probably should have scored 45 points today, but nope. You have to rely on your kicker to do that. And as a result, you're sitting at four and five, wondering what might have been. Holy smokes. After the game today, David Archer caught up with uh, who a lot of the fan base thought would be our savior, Taylor Heineke. Taylor, this was a physical game. Boy, really, at the beginning of the game, it was hard to get an inch out there. Yeah, we knew that was coming in. Um, you know, just watching the Vikings defense, they bring a lot of pressure. We knew it was going to be a physical game. Um, just fell up short at the end. Yeah, tell me about you guys got some short field opportunities, and I know you didn't cash them in the way you wanted to. Thoughts on that? Yeah, the first half it was frustrating. Um, again, the defense is doing their job. They're getting us short fields, and we get down to the one-yard line and can't punch it in there. And, you know, it's it's frustrating because it's kind of been a reoccurring theme this year, and we've been working hard at it. Um, we just got to work a little bit harder. All right, you made a couple of gutsy plays in the game, and I know you're kicking yourself for a couple plays, but I want to talk to you about the throw to Pitts on third down that really kind of kick-started that last drive. Yeah. Um, or you know, one of the last drives. I saw them. We had a play called all four verts, and I saw them go to one high, and um, saw Pitts kind of going down the seam there and thought I could, you know, throw a little high ball there and, you know, help protect him. Um, he made a great play, and uh, yeah, we, we cashed it on that one. And but again, you know that ending there sucked. You know. Yeah. The, the, tell me about your competitiveness, because I know how competitive you are. I could tell you kind of working on yourself mentally on the field a little bit to calm yourself down, make a play. You did on the run that helped go get the touchdown. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up watching Brett Favre, and uh, the guy was very passionate. He loved the game of football, and you know, every game it looked like it was his last game playing. So, um, you know, I try to emulate. Emulate that every time I go out there and have a lot of fun with it. Um, so that when, when you see me go out there and do those things, um, that's definitely the Brett Favre I was watching when I was a kid. All right, tell me about what you're going to do from a from a veteran standpoint. You're one of the better, one of the more uh, experienced guys on this offense. Certainly, the message now is you get ready to go play the Cardinals before the bye week. Yeah, um, 
let's 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 come together for this last week. Let's go out there and try and get a win, get back to 500, um, and then we have a little break, and then let's come back and and, and get on a roll there. Um, you know, this division's kind of up for grabs right now. Um, there's a lot of people right there, kind of bunched up. So, um, again, you know, we feel like if we just clean some things up, we have a good chance. But again, you know, we have to go out and do it. All right, man. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Yeah, put on your calendar. Mark your calendar. November 26, one o'clock. Falcons hosting the Saints. That's after the bye week. After uh, next week's 405 start out in Arizona against the uh, Cardinals. And right now, I, I even think the bye is actually favored by two and a half over the Falcons. So there's no freaking guarantees going forward. So after the bye week, you get that win against the Saints, you'd be 3-0 and in the division, believe it or not. Because you've beaten everybody in the division. You'd have the tiebreaker. And you'd be in a virtual tie for first place, depending on what happens next week against the Cardinals. Then you have to go up to the Meadowlands to take on the Jets. Buccaneers come here on December 10th. Followed by a, a trip to Charlotte with the Panthers. The Colts come to town. Then you visit Chicago to take on the Bears on December 31st. What's this going to be like? Five below up there, I would imagine, in, in Chicago. And you close out the season against the uh, Saints. So, I mean, mathematically, you still have a chance to win this division. But this is not a team that's going to make any noise in the playoffs. You might somehow be able to scratch and claw and kick enough field goals to win one playoff game in a wild card round. But you're not... This is not a team that's going to go on a run. You're not consistent enough. Your quarterback play is not good enough. Your offensive line play is regressing. You've suddenly forgotten how to tackle on defense. You're turning the ball over. I mean, that's just what it boils down to. All right, let's go to uh, Mr. Yo. What up, Mr. Yo? Welcome. Oh, welcome, man. Thank you for having me. This is a wonderful day in Falconland. Another day where we underperform drastically where we have a tight end who we can't seem to figure out how to just get a five-yard curl route. Um, Look, I am tired of this, right? We have sat here and we've watched this for about three years, and the personnel is better this year, so you expect the results to be better. We turned to Heineke because we said he's the veteran, and you know what? He won't make the mistakes that Ritter was making. Okay, but he gets in the offense, and the same results pretty much happen. I watched that Kurt Warner video, and Kurt Warner made a lot of good points. Maybe the offense is not as great as we thought. Maybe having five guys go out on patterns when you have six men rushing isn't the best idea. Um, I don't really like any of the picks outside of the running back that we just got that Fontenot made, so I'm kind of ready to get rid of him. But – if, I, if we had an offensive coordinator, I'd say fire him. But the problem is, is the head coach is the offensive coordinator. So we have an issue. We took the tight end at the highest position that a tight end has ever been drafted, but we can't figure out how to get him to do a curl route, a hook route, a drag route. We don't have hot routes in our patterns. Our guys are just taking fire left and right with this offensive guru who apparently doesn't understand how to run the ball from the one-yard line. At some point, we might need to just go ahead and do what the Raiders did and clean house because these results, with the money that Arthur Blank has paid, they're just not acceptable. And as a fan who is sitting here who just paid $10,000 for my two freaking seats, for me and my wife to sit wow. there and watch us lose, dude, dude. 
I, you know what? I never knew what a PSL was until I decided this year that, you know what? Forget the nosebleeds on game day. Me and my wife, we're going to sit down here because this guy, you know what? Ritter, you know, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And, dude, I'm about 10 freaking grand to watch wow. this stuff. I appreciate you, man. Right? Well, now you're going to have to go out to Fulton Industrial Boulevard and donate your plasma or semen somewhere to make up for the 10 grand you lost. Oh, boy. All right, let's go. Let's go out to uh, Dave. Dave, welcome here on the Falcons flyover. We are live at uh, Top Draft. Beautiful, beautiful upscale hey. sports bar in the uh, new Omni Hotel across from uh, State Farm Arena. Go ahead. What you got? <laughs> hey, Rob. Well, uh, fortunately, I'm not out $10,000 like that last caller. But a uh, uh, qu- couple quick uh, comments real quick. One is, you know, Vince Lombardi said that uh, football is basically two things, blocking and tackling. Uh, kind of to add to what you've been saying, you know, I, I don't feel like this team really does either one of those things well, particularly right now. I know for everything statistically that this defense has been, uh, you watch it week in and week out, they just don't tackle well, uh, especially against, you know, more elusive quarterbacks. The other point I want to make, too, is, you know, when you look at the hires that, that Arthur Blank has made from Jim Mora to, you know, Mike Smith to Dan Quinn, how many of those guys have ever been head coaches anywhere else outside of Atlanta? I think that says a lot, you know, that these are these are not guys that, you know, I know they've been picked up as coordinators. They've been head coaches at college level and so forth. But is Arthur Smith a guy that you see being a head coach anywhere else if and when eventually he does get let go by Atlanta? If the answer to that question is no, I think that's pretty telling that maybe we don't have the right guy this time. Appreciate the call, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, well, maybe we can just go out and hire uh, Josh McDaniels. Give him another shot. <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> the Raiders are just absolutely abusing the poor Giants 30-6 to right now. Uh, Eagles. Leading the Cowboys, 28-17, six and a half minutes to go. Cowboys threatening to score, though, however. so um, Was Dan Quinn's era our golden years? That is uh, what I was just texting from uh, Garrett, my, uh, my the producer of this uh, Falcons flyover. Uh, perhaps, yeah. I guess so. Got to the Super Bowl and lost it. Dan Reeves, you could also say that was a golden year, too. I don't know. It's just, uh, it, it's just, it's very frustrating. This is a this is a franchise cannot cannot be consistently good. For every two years we make the playoffs, all of a sudden we're in the wilderness for four or five years, trying to figure out how to do it, trying to figure it out with a new coach, all this, that, and the other. It's uh, it's very maddening. All right, let's go up. I tell you what, after the game today, David Archer caught up with a Falcons tight end, Jonu Smith. Johnny, this was a really physical football game to start off with. It didn't look like any, either offense could get any footing. Tell me about the plan going in and how much did the Vikings disrupt it a little bit? Um, uh, well, the plan is going in was just play our brand of football, um, you know, protect the football at all costs. And, um, you know, collectively um, came up short in those areas. So, um, you know, we just got to get back to work, man. That's all we can do. That's all we're awarded um, is, is next Sunday. And, um, you know, guys are going to come in ready to work. And, just try to, you know, push through this thing, man. That, that one was tough. A couple short field opportunities. Sometimes that can deflate you. It didn't look like it deflated. It looked like it might have motivated you guys a little bit, not cashing in a couple of those short field opportunities. Yeah, yeah. We we, we want point. We want seven, man. You know, you know, Cool's gonna come in there and, and knock him down. You know, when his number called and we, when his number's called, and we know that. But um, you know, our expectation is to come out with six. Um, you know, and then he can come and make it seven. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. Uh, 
we uh yeah we we, we want you know we, we got to score points um down in that red area man and that's kind of been our Achilles heel um the whole season and um you know we we, we we're working man you know I I'll be up here you know lying to your face if I told you we were you know what I mean and um you know that's why I'm thankful to be able to come in um you know with a, with a group of guys that have that all to have you know that same mindset as far as putting in the work and knowing that you know you reap the benefits of it. So it hasn't been going our way these past couple of weeks, um, but I'm sure if we keep just chipping away at it, man, you know we'll we'll, we'll get to where we want to go. One of the highlight plays of the game certainly was your explosive play on the quick screen to the outside. One of the reasons Arthur brought here, one of the many reasons he brought you here, was your ability to run after catch. Tell me about the play. Um, my guys opened it up for me, man. Mike Cole made a great block, and um, you know the, the line got out there and got got me out in the space. And Caleb and Chris and those guys, you know, uh, you know, got me free, man. And you know that 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 was just you know me being me, but those guys really made really made that play go. Um, you know, Taylor, you know, delivered me a clean ball, and you know I got upfield and you know did what I had to do. Another opportunity next week, right? Absolutely. All right, man. Thanks for your time. All right, man. Thank you. Yeah, another opportunity next week. So you're four and five, nine games. You got eight left. Is this a team that's going to go five and three over their last eight games? Is there any? Have they given you any reason to believe that suddenly they're going to figure it out? I just don't see it. I don't see it. And there is a lot of football left. You played nine games, seventeen game season, eight games left. I mean, at this point now, I never thought I would say this because I was so optimistic about this team preseason. Are you going three and five over the last eight? Are you finishing seven and ten? That's well, maybe that puts you high enough in the uh, draft order. We can go get your quarterback, I guess. I don't know because we do not have a quarterback. Ooh. Who? That's that's the question. Yeah, who's going to be around? Who are they? All right, you got the kid from USC, but he's going to be long gone. But by the time you pick at number eleven or twelve, right? That's what that's going to be like. So who's it going to be? Who are the free agents? Oh man. We're going to come back and wrap it up before we give way to us Sunday night football. Falcons lose it. You know what the score was. And I'm sitting here at top draft. Well, I'm glad to be here at this beautiful uh, upscale sports bar. But, man, under these circumstances, just a, just a brutal day for the Falcons. A brutal last couple of weeks. A brutal existence for this franchise in general dating back to 1966, let's be honest. Sports Radio on 8 Now more the Falcons flyover. A complete recap of today's game. Presented by Ticketmaster. The official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The relief effort of Josh Dobbs today pays off. He throws for two and runs for one in bringing the Vikings to Atlanta and picking up their fifth win of the year. Well, welcome back to the Falcons Flyover Live at a Top Draft. And I'm, I'm actually um, offering free therapy today on the phone lines. It's absolutely free. And my morsels of wisdom and the fact that I'm a fellow traveler and a fellow sufferer means you're really getting banged for your buck. So let's, uh, let's go out to the phones. Let's talk to – let's go to Kareem. Hello, Kareem. Welcome. You're on the Falcons Flyover. Rob, what's up, my brother? What's up, brother? Hey, man. <laughs> I got a fifth of this brown water over here today, brother, and it's not to celebrate. <laughs> I know. Hey, Rob, as I have been saying, man, Coach Smith is Marion Campbell 2.0. Oof. Just ask, ask, Oof. This is my question to you, Rob. Oof. When we hired him, 
we 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 hired him under the premises that his identity was a smash mouth physical football coach. That's what he showed us with Derrick Henry, right? Run it, set up the, set up the play action to AJ Brown. Well, where is this coach at? Where is this guy at? You know, I, I never took him as an exotic play caller, a Shanahan, a Mike McDaniel, or Andy Reid, or anybody, right? But, geez, Coach Smith, can you at least stick to your identity? Run the darn ball. Well, you think I appreciate it. I think the most, uh, the most galling, annoying stat I saw today, there's about nine minutes to go in the third quarter. Josh Dobbs had more rushing yards than the entire Falcon offense. That's all you need to do for some reason. Why has the offensive line regressed? It's basically they're intact from last year. They, they played pretty well. And you thought for a couple of weeks this week, when uh, this year, when uh, Falcons uh, strung together some victories to get to four wins, well, the pass protection's gotten a little better too. But now it seems like the, um, the run blocking and the pass protection have both regressed for whatever reason. I don't understand it. Yes, you lose uh, Grady Jarrett. Defense still seemingly for the most part today, when you get an interception and you return it inside the one-yard line and you still can't get a touchdown, that's a problem. You get a safety. You think with those two things together, if you turn that Akuda return into a touchdown, combined with a safety, you think you'd win, but you had to settle for field goals. You took the most weirdly circuitous route to 14 points I've ever seen in my life today. I mean, you had... You had four field goals and a safety to get 14 points. That's your problem right there. You're not good in the red zone for whatever reason. Desmond Ritter, if you really take a 30,000-foot view, I know you want to vilify him and blame him for everything. Quarterbacks get all the credit, all the blame. He was actually really good between the 20s. It's when you get in the red zone that you seem to struggle. And it seems the play calling is so ridiculous and comical. It's a clown show. The red zone offense for the Falcons is an absolute clown show. Why? Why does it have to be that way? I I don't get it. These are supposedly people that have forgotten more about football than I will ever know. Let's go out to, uh, let's go to James. Hello, James. Welcome. You're on the Falcons flyover. We're live at uh, Top Draft, by the way. Go ahead, James. Yeah. Hey, Rob. uh, This uh, James from Kennesaw, uh, a.k.a. ladies, man. Oh, okay. It uh, sometimes I put a pineapple, but uh, on the on the front. All right, let's get rid of James. James, you're not even what? funny. You're talking about pineapples, the villages, your swingers, you're the ladies' man, this that, and the other. I'm bored with that. I'm bored. I'm upset with the way my team played today, and you got to be funnier than that. All right, let's go out to Matt. Hello, Matt. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I just have a slight different perspective on this. I think so many people are ready to hang Arthur Smith, but, you know, I see Arthur Blank and Terry Font, whoever is hiring these people, or it seems like they're getting a pass. But first of all, Arthur Blank, excuse me, Arthur Smith is not uh, fumbling balls. He's not uh, covering anyone. The the defense gave up 31 points today. I don't think that that the defense had a good day. You know, they they had, like, uh, what it was – the Tennessee quarterback, you know, looking like Joe Montana, and, and you had a, a, a rookie quarterback, right? And, and a third-string quarterback today looking like Steve Young, and I think you touched on this earlier, you know, but 
that's not on Arthur Smith. You know, earlier when Des- Desmond Ritter was fumbling the ball, you know, in critical situations, I mean, that's not Arthur Smith. That's the quarterback. But, you know, I, I think, you know, if, if, if it seems like the Falcons would have won, then there wouldn't have be a lot of turmoil about Arthur Smith in, in the Falcons. You know, it's like it, you know, but I, I just – my, the perspective, you know, hang off the Smith. I don't think it's it, it's a correct perspective when you look at all the other other things that's going on around the franchise. All right, I appreciate you, but uh, as Harry Truman famously said, when he's in the White House, the buck stops here. The buck stops here with the head coach. It's up to him to inflict the will on them to not turn the ball over, to play a little bit with more of an edge. It just seems like. There's just something fundamentally amiss with this team, and I just can't put my finger on it. I mean, I, I sat there and I gave you many symptoms. For some reason, the defense took a big step back today. This was a bona fide top ten defense. They are sixth in the league in points allowed. But today, no. You couldn't tackle. Your linebackers and your secondary were terrible at tackling today. You had Josh Dobbs trapped behind the line of scrimmage, 12 yards behind. You let him go. You had his legs wrapped up, but he squirts free and somehow – is able to matriculate his way about 15 to 16 yards down the field to get a first down and keep a drive going, then somehow miraculously complete short passes for touchdowns. It's just, it boggles the mind. It's like uh, when things are going bad, somehow the virus of uh, a regressing offensive line play, a feckless rushing attack, quarterbacks who uh, aren't playing very well and turning the ball over, that virus ended up going to the defense today, and they didn't play well. Well, you got a one-win Cardinal team next week out in Arizona, then the bye week. I'm not all that confident heading into next week. I'm not confident the rest of the year. But thank God I have my substances and my poor coping mechanisms to deal with this team who disappoints me week after week. For Gordon Robinson out here on site, Garrett Chapman back in the studio. This has been the Falcons flyover. Maybe next week we will have a corrective emotional experience out in Arizona. Not going to hold my freaking breath, though. Good night.